When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. This week, our guest is entrepreneur and Sydney Roosters board member Mark Burris. Were you a fight, fighting inclined or like a fighter's mentality when you were younger? Like, what's and is there like an alignment with business now? So like, what because you came up in you're from Punchbowl, right? Yeah, growing punch up, yep. So, was that sort of the mentality having a fight when you were younger? Uh, or? Yes and no. Um, uh, you had to learn to fight. Like where I went to school, like that was, and play footy. Um, like it was a very physical environment. Um, in that, if you didn't, you'd probably get bullied pretty right. bad. I never got bullied, but you'd probably get bullied. Um, and you know, obviously, discussions about bullying wasn't a thing at the time. Like you know, you got bullied bad, bad luck. Mm-hmm. Suck it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so you either had to respond or get bullied. One of the two. Um, and and I think I was lucky that I had a group of mates that. Were, were more sporty and as a result of that everybody sort of pretty much could handle themselves we had and you know not, not as like you know we weren't like um Volkanovski or something like that like we you know we, but we could we, we'd be able to stand up yep. um that was a thing growing up uh but today the world's changed um i fight for what i believe in i have a saying for my, my sons and one of my sons got a tattoo on his arm actually i i say um work play so this is my motto work because work's important for your mind play because you've got to give yourself a rest. You must have a rest. And rest for me is play. Fight. Fight for what you really believe in. Love what's worth loving. And I don't mean that in a hoochie-coochie sort of I mean uh, be passionate about. Love is passionate for me. Be passionate about what you really believe in. And then finally believe. Believe in something. So that's my motto. Work, play, fight, love, believe. That's something I developed over my whole life. That, that saying, and when I, I used to travel a lot, I, I mean, I had a business in India for, for years, and I used to go there every six weeks, and um, I used to send that on a text to my boys as I got on the plane, just before the plane's about to take off, mm. just to remind them that's what I'm trying to do, that's how I'm trying to live my life, mm. um, because I didn't see them a lot, and uh, I just wanted to at least let them know that I had a, a motto why I was doing what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't look like I was just trying to do it to make money or I didn't care about them. Yep. When, yep. when I needed to be there sometimes, and I wasn't. Um, so, yeah, because that, we, they grew up in separate, separate houses. Like, um, they mostly spent their time with me, you know, but nonetheless, it was a tough for them. So, and, and even worse, that I was hardly ever there. Mm. I always had housekeepers looking after them and stuff like nannies. Um, so I developed that on purpose for myself and for them. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Today we are talking with the incomparable Mark Boris. Now, Mark, do you think that sort of sort of mindset goes hand in hand with your entrepreneurial spirit? Like, where did that come from? Tom and I sort of, we've, run, we've got this business there. I've run a couple of businesses in the past. It's very addictive once you start, at least in my opinion. Have, were you always that way inclined or did you just fall into it through sort of happens change? Yeah, I'm an I'm, um, obsessive sort of person. Yeah. So... And I'm on a mission, so I believe in it. Like, like Yellow Brick Road, I believe in people should be able to get home loans and not have to grovel for one. Um, I, I reckon every Australian deserves to have a roof over their head somehow. So 
my big deal. Once I believe in something like that, I become obsessed about it. I'm obsessed about the belief. And I don't know whether it's me talking myself into the thing I believe in and justifying why I believe in the first place. I don't know the answer to that question. But I've always been that person. So I, I'm not – I mean, I, I, I love entrepreneurialism for the nation. I, I think it's a great thing for the, the nation. It's great to have entrepreneurial spirit, spirit. But that's not what drives me. What drives me is – the thing I'm doing that I believe in it, and I, then I become obsessed about making it happen. I'm, I have a big fear of failing. I, I get nervous about things like that. Even today, my next birthday is 60 out, right? So I, I think, I'm like, why the hell are you fucking worry about? It? Like, don't, you've done enough. You don't have to prove anything, prove anything to anybody. But I just get nervous about well, what happens if I I don't succeed or something yeah. happens, something changes, mm. and, and it actually gets me, mm. gets to me in mm. my gut, yeah, in my stomach. Yeah. I can feel it. Is that so? Is that like even when things are going well? I find sometimes I do this, and obviously we're in a significantly different level, you and I, Mark. But well, yeah, but you're a young guy. Like yeah. compared to me, when I was your age, no, we're not at different levels. But d- but did you still have that feeling? Where so like when things are going well, I'm still always like, let's make sure it doesn't go bad though. Like yeah. you know, like that's the sort of thing. Sort of like don't want it, it to it, end or stop or go backwards. Well, it's it is it's not quite imposter syndrome, you know, where I feel mm. as though I don't deserve it. But I sort of have this view that. Why do I deserve to be successful any more than anybody else? In mm. like, uh, like uh, I'm not special. My kids think I'm special. Special, Dad, you're a bit special, <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm but I'm actually not special. Like, and uh, in my mind, mm. so but particularly other people see me that way, and uh, that that doesn't bother me. But it sort of confuse me. I understand how people benchmark everybody. I get all that, but uh, people don't know me. I'm not. I'm actually not special. Mm. Uh, I'm, I've been lucky. Take opportunities, but I do obsess about not making a mistake. I don't want to anything up. Yeah, I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to leave that as my legacy. And is there anything there? Sorry to interrupt you, but that you have up. Like, is there any? Is that rooted in anything, or is it just the general sense of not wanting to up? Like, is there something that's happened where you're like, oh, I don't want to feel this again? Well, I was lucky. I worked when I was twenty five or twenty six. I worked in a law firm till I was about early thirties. We had like the top of the town when it came to entre- entrepreneurial clients, like Alan Bond, all sorts of all those names. Okay. And I don't think of all those famous people at the time, not one of them, apart from the fact that a lot of them passed away, but like none of them really lasted very long. I saw a lot of, a lot of those great entrepreneurs who were great entrepreneurs, great visionaries, lose their legacy over short periods of time. So it didn't cost me anything. I learned unbelievably um, important lessons that stood by me. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget some of the disasters that, we were involved in as a firm trying to rescue people going to prison because of it, you know, like, you know, like corporate, not crime, but like corporate malfeasance, you know, these sorts of things. And uh, usually driven by desperation to make sure they can hold the thing that they've developed or they've envisioned or, or, or created yep. just out of desperation yep. and not knowing what to do. Um, not many of them were quite really evil, sinister people. But some did go to jail. Some um, just died, you know, through illness. And I'm always a firm believer like that a lot of the diseases get caused by putting yourself in extraordinarily stressful situations mm. when shit's going down. Yeah. So I saw a lot of that. Not never really happened to me personally. Lucky because I saw it. But when you're what what are you seeing specifically? Is like is there is there something? Is there a general trend or a decision that's made that puts these companies in bad positions that whereby they have to make uh, decisions out of desperation is it greed that gets them to a, a tipping point definitely greed yeah naivety um, naivety as to how markets react or people react also p- 
partly not having, not relying on history. Don't think you're better than history. You know, these shit happens to everybody. Markets turn, markets changed. There's change. There's cycles, and you don't control any of that. Some of these people, unfortunately, they egos get so big that they think they can change the course of history. And for me, history just repeats itself over and over and over again. And for those people who don't, um, aren't prepared to take notice of what history has done in the past, then you're heading for a problem. Ego is a big part of it. And I, I mean, everyone's got an ego, but I don't really have an ego. Um, I'm not doing it for any particular reason. I'm not doing it because I want to be better than anybody else or I want to have a shiny car. I mean, I drive a Toyota. I mean, mm. I, I don't care. Yeah. You do. I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. That's right. <laughs> Help me park it's not lying. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I, I, I don't care. But now, I have been through periods where, I, to me, the status was important because I never had any status. Mm. I had zero status. Growing up where I grew up, I'm going to school, I went to school, I had no status. For, for a fleeting moment, I, for a period, short period of my life, it was a big deal. But also I had people in my family who would slap me down, not literally, but slap me down, put me back in my place. And my, my mother's Irish roots, like... You know, don't have tickets on yourself, Mark, because if you stand the wind, they'll all blow off. You know, <laughs> that, that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, because things change. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, I got brought up in that environment. Don't, don't think you're better than anybody else. And then I saw other people, as I said, I witnessed other people, their egos get ahead of them. And, uh, and, and by the way, egos, you know, like uh, as Shirley says, ego is not a dirty word, you know, out of the skyhooks. It's not a dirty word. Mm. Um, we all have it. It's a matter of knowing when to use it, not use it. And, um, you know, over time I've worked that stuff out just through observation. I, mean, I was lucky. I was put in positions where I could observe other people's downfall and re- sort of reflect on it over time, over long periods of time, to make sure I don't make the same mistake. 